The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. Dom Knight here and Sammy Shah is with us today because Charles is jetting off to America to do something glamorous that I'm sure if he were here, we'd spend half the podcast talking about because that's just how he rolls. Sammy, yeah, welcome back. No, thanks for having me. I, I've always seen myself as a alternative to Charles. So yes, this works out well. It's <laughs> So if you want to ramble about any uh, you know toilet paper you've bought and can't sell or any of the sort of stuff he normally does. <laughs> You're most welcome to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm Charles. I'm Charles without the business sense. The one thing Charles is has that I'm always envious of is his ability to figure out how to monetize things. And I have no such ability at all. He is an amazing hustler. He's been like that ever since uh, high school when he started selling computers. He would make computers mm-hmm. himself, like build them and then sell them under the brand CF4PM. Computers. Really? Yeah. And so that was his sort of side hustle besides school. Mm-hmm. And then he started The Chaser. So before he started a largely failed business, he did a very good job of, you know, being a computer guy. Yeah, every group needs one person like that. Like my, like I was never, my problem is I'm solo, right? I've never been mm. part of a group. So, uh, and and my, I just like making stuff, but I'm not good at monetizing it. So mm. I end up making a lot of things for free or for low money. And Charles is one who, who I, I, I needed a Charles in my group when I was growing up. Definitely. Well, we did a newspaper for five years that made absolutely no money. And in fact, look, you know, we lost a fortune on it, but that's right, okay. okay. Maybe he's not that good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think your view of Charles is perhaps a little bit optimistic. But anyway, um, so let's talk about, I'm going to catch up on the news from Pakistan actually today um, mm. after we play this annoying ad break. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Chaser Report. You could have removed that by signing up at chaser.com.au slash podcast, by the way. Anyway, so there's lots that's happened in Pakistan. There's, there's some political chaos, uh, but also some challenging natural disasters because Pakistan is a country in the world. And it seems like that mm-hmm. happens just everywhere all the time at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, okay. Do you want me to set the picture first with the na- with the political stuff, or do the natural disaster stuff? Let's do the know, stuff. The natural disaster. Let's start with the natural man-made disasters. disaster. Yeah, uh, we'll get onto the human uh, anthropogenic disasters soon. Why don't we start with um, with what's happened? Because you've been. I saw on News Weekly, your podcast, you've been raising money. Yeah, so basically, um, you know, climate change, the thing that scientists had been warning us about for years and years, and that saying that it will be catastrophic is now happening, and it is catastrophic. And 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 the, catastroph- the catastrophe is unfolding exactly where we knew it would first in developing nations at an unprecedented level of destruction. So Pakistan has... Um, 
what 260 million people and uh, 230 million people i can't remember and a lot a lot of people a lot more than australia does mm. and um and and in pakistan there also happen to be the largest amount of glaciers outside of one of the poles like the arctic or antarctic poles so unprecedented rainwater like the kind of rain that we have not ever seen in the history of the country um, or maybe in the history of the region and also glacier melt at the same time happening because of global warming God. has resulted in flooding kind of a perfect storm, if you will, literally of floods that have created a massive inland lake in the country that's visible from satellite imagery. And so one of the things that we keep seeing is over a thousand people dead. I've worked in journalism long enough to know that that's always just what we know. The numbers will be way higher than that. They will be much larger than that. That's all we have confirmed dead right now, because obviously we can't even survey and access large parts of the country. 30 million people displaced. That is 30 million people without homes or a place to live and sleep and stay who now have to figure out where to live because their homes are destroyed by flooding, devastated by flooding, inaccessible by flooding. The flooding, the pictures that are online are shocking. I mean, just the kind of stuff that you don't... Like, I was I was trying to remember, like, we used to see... Um, remember when the tsunami happened in Japan? The one that yeah. led to the... Fukushima. Uh, uh, Fukushima mm. meltdown? That tsunami, the footage that came out was, was you know, the first time we really saw what tsunami looks like in real time on television. Mm. Um, this makes that look mild. And even though it isn't a tsunami, it's, it's a very different thing. But it's just, it's the Indus River has overflown at a level it never has before. Just massive devastation. Houses collapsing, roads submerged, cars being washed away, families and entire villages being completely wiped off. Um, and everyone's just kind of watching, not knowing what to do because we didn't listen to the scientists when we had the chance and now we're fucked. So one in seven Pakistanis is currently displaced, um, which again, in, the, in, in a country that size is huge. The cost of rebuilding is currently valued at a minimum, minimum of $10 billion. 15% of the country's population currently is displaced. And uh, yeah, it's it's a horrific thing. So I've been asking people to give donations. Everyone's been doing the donation thing. That's all you can really do. The problem is with a lot of these countries, particularly in Pakistan, um, there is a lot of corruption. There is a lot of uh, political opportunism the way there is in most developing nations um and so as a result uh you want to be careful who you give the money to you don't want to give the money to someone where it just ends up in a politician's pocket as they buy themselves a new helicopter and the only organization that is a hundred percent trustworthy completely recommended is one called edhi foundation that's e-d-h-i edhi and uh, it was created by a man called Abdul Satari, the, which is, um, and you know, one day I can tell you about him. He's a remarkable human. He was a remarkable human being. He died a few years ago. Is the world's largest voluntary ambulance ambulance service, and they have proper flood relief plans. Uh, they're doing everything from providing pads to uh, um, women, sanitary pads, and everything to women in these flood uh, relief areas who no longer have access to any healthcare stuff. They're also providing just food and 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 shelter and all these things. So if you go to donate dot ed that's e d h i dot dot com. I'm pretty sure it's dot com or is it no dot org. Org. So donate.ed.org. Uh, and if you donate money, it goes a long way. And because of the con conversion rate, I think one Australian dollar right now 
is equal to um let me just see one australian dollar currently as of this recording is about 150 or 151 pakistani rupees that's a good amount of money you could literally give 20 or 30 dollars and and miss a couple of cups of coffee and and save a life properly make a massive difference so i don't see why you wouldn't so it's yes donate.edhi.org and the first link down mm-hmm. is for the flood relief campaign but that's I'm right. Fascinated by the idea of, of glaciers because we talk so much about glacier melt and how it's going to devastate the Pacific. Um, certain um, figures in Australian politics have, have joked about that at various points in time. But we know that, you know, when the Antarctic continues to melt at, at a pace when the Arctic does, that's going to r- raise sea levels. But I hadn't mm-hmm. previously thought about what happens to the ice that is on land. And of course, in that region, you've got the yeah. Himalayas. There must be a vast quantity of frozen water, which is also melting. So what's happened? Uh, we, 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 I guess, saw the headlines about record heat in the north of India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, the whole region um, over the summer that's kind of coming to an end now. What's the status mm-hmm. of these glaciers? Is this going to keep happening every summer that, the, that um, well, there's that's extreme the heat and then just all that locked up ice is just going to mm-hmm. continually release till there's none left? Well, I mean, yeah, the, a, the, uh, there's still a lot more ice still to melt. I mean, mm. this is just the tip, literally the tip of the iceberg, if you will. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, yeah, this is what scientists have been saying is going to happen. And it is happening exactly the way they described it. And uh, this is a mild level. It's only going to get worse. Like I, I'm at that point now where I don't understand why we aren't skinning and hanging billionaires from light poles, why every where every climate scientist isn't currently a sniper on a rooftop taking out um, conservative politicians and, and newscasters because every single thing that they said will happen, which was dismissed by, you know, for shareholder value is coming to pass. And, and countries like Pakistan, which, you know, Pakistan's got a lot of problems. I'm not saying that it is a country that is blame-free when it comes to a lot of the issues mm. that it faces. Of course it does. But it contributes 1% of global pollution. You know, 1%. Countries like Dubai and countries like America and countries like, you know, or, you know all of these places contribute significantly more and they are not going to experience the side effects the same way places like Pakistan, India and stuff are. And it's, so, it's yeah, pretty bizarre when, said there. when in Saudi Arabia you've got a notion for this 170-kilometer-long continuous city that's a yeah. total white elephant. Apparently, when we talked about it the other week, they're going to build, they are going to build like some sort of stage of it to just prove that it's a stupid idea, a proof of concept, mm-hmm. or, you know, proof against concept as it will turn out to be. When you compare that absolutely extraordinary waste of money and sheer egotism with the relatively cheap cost of, you know, remediating disasters like this that just keep happening. And we've just seen, you know, we know in Australia we've had um, this whole, whole notion of one in 100 year floods happening um, a, a couple of times this year. But we don't have glaciers mm-hmm. on our, you know, on our continent ready to just absolutely melt and, and douse us. So what on earth do you do about that? Like I'm saying, I think you've got to start killing people. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know what else to do. But people are, are dying, right? I mean, the point is killing people is on the table and it's not those mm-hmm. responsible for this or at least responsible for failing to do something about it who are in the crosshairs. And so we have, it's quite surreal when you look at what's happening globally. We've got Liz Truss about to become PM in the UK where her only idea is it really seems to be cutting, uh, cutting taxes. 
in Australia, we're not really taking action on on um, oil and gas exploration, despite all the um, claims to yeah. you know the, the stuff that Labor is doing to try and um, address climate change more than before. We're just nowhere with this problem, aren't we? Yeah, we're not. It's it's. I honestly don't know. I, I look. I'll be honest. I was a person who, much like everyone else, has tuned so much of this out. Mm. Right. We get caught up in in the you know in Barnaby Joyce wanking on a desk to whatever or and there is to, space for that. You know, there's got to be space in the narrative for desk wanking, or we just can't enjoy ourselves. I mean, I know you can of have course, both. Absolutely. <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. Maybe what we need is more glaciers in Canberra melting. If we, if we stuck a glacier on top of the parliamentary flagpole that slowly melted and just dripped water down, but that would actually be a call to action. I, I yeah. Look, one of the only ways we ever get politicians and billionaires to take anything seriously is things like, um, you know, when it directly affects them. The, mm. uh, I always think back to like Daniel Andrews in, in in here in Victoria, who suddenly became pro-euthanasia laws because he had to see his mum or his grandmother I can't remember I think his mother going through that kind of experience yeah. and all of a sudden it changed his politics on it politicians at the end of the day are devoid of human empathy they're, they're just incapable of basic human functioning and and the only way to put them make them change their minds on things is to put them through the suffering so yes I am not against taking all of the politicians currently in charge of most nations to a place like Pakistan right now and just drowning them in glacier melt and then letting the next batch of politicians go, that's the warning to you. Because what else? There's no other option. Where where are we going to go from here? I'm very glad that the tech billionaires, uh, Scott Farquhar and Mike Cannon-Brooks, who started Atlassian together, they both bought adjoining waterfront properties in Sydney in Point Piper, right? Right there on the water. They're in the firing <laughs> line. If something doesn't happen... Uh, and admittedly, you know, Mike Cannon-Brooks has been pretty vocal on climate stuff. But unless something happens, those very valuable mansions, I think one of them cost $100 million or something, they're going to be underwater. Well, they're clearly putting their money where their mouth is. Malcolm Turnbull <laughs> lives just down the road on the water. Maybe that's why he was more aware of this, not that he managed to do much about it during his time as Prime Minister. But maybe, yes, maybe if, if everyone had to spend a month in Nauru or somewhere where this was imminent, I mean, the, these places are going to submerge in short order. Yeah, it's um, yeah, they, they, I don't know. I've been, I've been in, you know, when in two thousand and ten, there had been massive flooding in Pakistan, mm. uh, which at the time was seen as one of the worst floods, uh, you know, in the country, in the country's history. And um, little did we know, because that was ten percent of what's happening right now. Yeah. But at the time, I had been out there as a reporter covering the floods and and seeing the devastation and stuff. But that is pales in comparison to what we're seeing now. I think the difference is whenever we do movies about uh, natural disasters, stuff like you know, the day after tomorrow or, or, or 2012, movies like that, we always have 
a wave coming over the um, Statue of Liberty. Yes. Or we'll always have like the San Andreas Fault opens up and the headquarters of Time Warner collapses inside or something. Mm. We have recognizable landmarks. What we need to do is show people, you know, things in Pakistan or India and these places that are recognizable to them and then tell them what happens when climate change comes. We need a tidal wave coming over the Taj Mahal for people to go, oh, wait, we're going to lose that as well for them to finally start giving a shit. Yeah, and the thing that's most painful about all this to me, and I acknowledge a lot of people have suffered, is having to acknowledge that Dan Dan Illich was actually right to focus on climate change for so <laughs> many know. years to basically so start to start a comedy <laughs> empire focused on climate change. You know, it seemed maybe a little bit self righteous <laughs> at the time, but yes, it, it actually was the greatest moral challenge of our time. And we've utterly squipped it. Failed so utterly and completely. This is this is not that different from like us looking at the start of World War Two mm. and going now. Nah, what if we just don't do anything? And well, um, to be fair, we've also know, got it, fascism on the rise again at the same time. That's true. That uh, is it's true. not like it's not like that's that one. That one's all dead and buried. And the US, I mean, if Donald Trump becomes president again, which I am hoping for, I'll be honest, I am hoping for that. The, uh, the only thing that would make this more at least enjoy the end of the world is nigh. I'm not. It's too late for us to save ourselves. At the very least, America should go full clown and allow us to have some entertainment. So the one um, billionaire that. you don't want to drown in glacial melt <laughs> is Donald Trump. I'm a little surprised, Sammy, to be honest. <laughs> I look, I, because you're making it sound like not having Donald Trump will somehow save us from the glacial melt at this point. No, no. We passed the point of, yeah, it's way, we're way past the finish line. We are well into the stands at this point. The, the chance to turn back was ages ago and we did nothing. And I'm doing nothing. What am I doing? But also, you're podcasting, thing, by the way. You're podcasting. Yeah. You're raising awareness. Stop blaming me. Stop blaming me. Stop making me feel like I have to buy keep cups and, and, and metal straws to save the world. I can't do shit. Stop making it my responsibility to do anything. All I can do is wave from the sidelines as massive corporations continue to do this to us. And, and here we are. But as against that, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are doing really well with getting humans off the planet. I mean, a very small number of them. <laughs> They're not even doing well with that. There's no one off the planet still. They have yet to land someone on Mars. And and there's the debate most recently has been about whether it technically even counts as spaceflight when you go up such a short distance. Uh, but nevertheless, yes. they're focusing on something. There's a little bit of last days of Rome about all this. If it were rather than just Rome, the Roman Empire falling, entire planetary devastation. It's, it's, the, it's the human empire falling, yes, exactly. Oh, right. The barbarians are at the gate, and the barbarians this time are flood water. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's really bad. So, yeah, uh, all I can say is, again, please donate to donate.ed.org. That's E-D-H-I. Um, it will make a massive difference. And you don't need the money. What are you going to do with the money? Buy yourself another fucking Apple product, you loser. Stop fucking <laughs> wasting your life on shallow material bullshit. Are you and talking save someone to, else's life Are you once. talking to listeners or to me? Because that really ranks. <laughs> to, uh, to listeners. <laughs> to listeners. But right. also to you and me. <laughs> Thank you, Sammy. Look, you're here for the next couple of episodes. Let's catch up on Pakistani politics mm. shortly. Because I just want to hear the, the ballad of Imran Khan at this point. Because... It, it oh, seems like a strange one. What a story. All right, that's next. On the Chaser Report, our gear is from Road. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. We'll catch you next time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.